what's up guys i can't tell you how many times i've said what's up guys over the last eight years my name is Braden usher i am a entrepreneur health and wellness coach and i'm here to talk to you guys today about furthering education in general as well as on these specific topics and my experience with that we're back for another podcast episode i've been doing podcasting for uh Maybe a good five years now, but probably the most intermittent podcasting you've ever seen. So maybe my first in about a year. Now, on the topic of pursuing further knowledge or continuing education in my field, specifically in fitness, uh, a lot of people will do this through certifications, continuing education credits, or in a more formal aspect of a degree an undergrad, a diploma, something of that sort. When discussing about continuing this education or furthering your learning, I think a few things need to uh, come into uh, take place and we're gonna talk about those, those topics today. One is curiosity. Secondly is the modality. And thirdly is the implementation. When it comes to curiosity, we know that the experience in a topic or in a field is gonna be one of the most crucial to its own learning. As we like to say that teaching is one of the best ways of learning. It's a famous phrase. Um, And again, the actual, the, the, the dirt, the hours put in, the real, time in the field, in the practice, in the practicing of said discipline is going to be one of the most important and I've found such in my personal training career. When I've been coaching for a number of years, um, that time and those, those hours, those experiences cannot and would not be replaced by any type of certification, formal education, anything like that. Um, And a lot of that uh, curiosity, again, this main first topic is is tied to that. So actually just getting in, getting your hands dirty, doing the thing is uh, is one of the biggest things in continuing education. But again, continuing education is all the, the beyond the experience. But first we have to touch on the experience itself. So secondly here, we have the, uh, the modality. Now, when we are curious enough, when we are in the practice, which I think the experience, the curiosity, the, the passion, the willingness to do the thing is actually the first thing. Once we have that as a foundation, then we can look into uh, different modalities, different courses, different um, ways of learning, hence the term modality. And modality or a medium or a way of doing something, when we think of education, or I'm thinking of it, just spitballing here, we're, we're talking about how are we learning? Are we learning by book? Are we look, learning it by video? Are we in a formal course? Are we in a formal, again, diploma or degree? Um, is it in a, in a mentorship or an apprenticeship? Um, so there's many different ways here. Uh, when I've discussed with my coaches uh, what we 
personally take them through at Train for Life uh, is a, um, a in-house teaching so that there is uh, some shadowing, which again is going to be a form of your of your experience and of, of at least observing the the real application and hours put into it. Um, and that just observation of the task itself and of the real hours in the field itself is going to be one of the most valuable ways of learning. Um, and then more condensed, more concise, more orchestrated would be into your course material. And courses, credits, certifications, etc., lectures um, are going to allow you to get super concise, dense, uh, bang for your buck material. And that is going to allow you to have a really potent delivery of information. Um, but then the key is knowing how to apply that and knowing where to put it, which we come into our applications section. But just again, review the, uh, uh, the modality section, knowing, um, I think one of the most, one of the biggest things is that you want to cover a few modalities of learning. So possibly covering through apprenticeship, mentoring, such like that, somebody who's in the field. So you get a scope through that lens. You get a scope through a lens of formal, um, kind of directed education, like the core certification degrees, uh, etc. Um, and then as well, a bit of self-learning through book, video, audio, and choosing maybe between those three disciplines, uh, or sorry, those three mediums rather, um, which suits you best and your learning style best. So you have the three broader topics of modalities, of observing experience, of directed education, and of self-education, but within the self-education, then you also have reading, listening, watching, um, things like that. Now, we come into application as our kind of third topic where this is a big one and I think people, uh, this is where people might fall short in education and where often our education systems fail because they end at the, at the delivery. Where delivery and, and reception is one thing of education, but the application, if we're not doing the thing itself, um, then then we're, 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 not, we're not practicing that thing, we're not living that thing, we're not experiencing that thing. There's a good phrase my friend always says, it's to know and to not do is to not know. And that means that we have to, we have to do the thing, we have to practice the thing, we have to go through those motions. And if you can't say that you know something if you're not actively using it. Right? And how many times do we do do we go through that, whether it was when we were younger in elementary, high school, university, we learn these things and we don't practice these things. We don't really know those things. Or to say, oh, I know how to lose weight or get fit or any of these things. In in theory you might. Have you ever done it? Have you ever practiced it? Do you have you gone through those things with people or seen the implications and seen the, the intricate details of that process. So as I'm saying, the, the application is usually where we fall short. 
Now, in application again, we can look at um, mentorship, apprenticeship, where somebody is not, you're not only observing, but then you're doing and you're practicing and you're getting fed um, feedback and, uh, and uh, kind of constructive criticism on that thing. Uh, in application, we can volunteer time, again, similar to that, where we're, where we're practicing, where we have time and kind of like an, an open and welcoming um, space to be able to, to make mistakes, to, to, uh, to, to practice, to kind of hash out some of our, our methods or, or what we want to be doing in whatever topic or discipline you might be practicing personally. Um, and beyond that, in application, we have the implementation of certain practices. And, and that really summarizes continuing education because it's not only about just going back to doing the thing that you were doing, but trying to implement new practices and new lessons that you've learned is a very hard thing, but these topics will not be able to marinate, will not be able to fully embed with your philosophies and with your practices unless you are using them and allowing them to kind of mold in the way that you want them to. So out of our three topics there, again, we've got curiosity, we've got modality, and we've got application. And this was just a quick, broad rant about continuing continuing education um, but those are, are three quick topics uh, or rather parts to think of when considering continuing education and then I've got a part two here for you in a moment part two on my continuing education rant so when looking at further learning there are, I believe, two reasons why you would look into uh, a formal education or a coaching or mentorship um, protocol. Now, these two would be accountability and what I might coin um, source or directability. And I don't have an exact name for this, but I'll, I'll explain the idea here. And that, that source or directability is directing you to what you need to learn. Because so often in learning, we don't know what we don't know. And the questions that we have are sometimes in the dark. Meaning that we don't even know uh, what to ask or where to be directed or, or, or what we need to learn to know where we've got to go. And when, when addressing that, that can come from exploration itself in a topic. Um, whatever field you may be in, you, stumbling through a dark room, you're going to end up hitting some walls, figuring out that room and kicking different stuff. And you will find through trial and error, possibly, possibly, the things, the questions, what you need to know. But if you have formal education, some directed learning, um, certifications, whatever it may be, 
then those questions are brought to light. Picture that analogy of the dark room. Your coach, your mentor, your teacher, your course is that flashlight in the dark room. So the dark room is this topic, this field which you, you, you don't know about, which the, the unknown is not, not meant to be a intimidating place. We want to be comfortable in this analogy or this metaphor of the dark room. But the coach or the formality of this, uh, these, these teachers is, is the flashlight. Uh, just a quick analogy I've come up with for that. Um, as again, so many times in our field, we don't even know the questions that we should be asking. And to try to give a bit, bit more, bit more tangible um, speech to that, um, one thing, for example, might be uh, if you were a fitness coach, just speaking to my field, and you're wondering about programming, you could program for somebody. So, hence, wandering around in this dark room, um, trial and error finding what blocks you hit or, 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 or walls or things you kick um, and and trying to figure out what you need to know um, and hence the, the, the education term or, or saying of the more you know the more you don't know um, figuring out how deep that that tunnel or that wall goes uh, and you're like oh shit well I have no idea about okay like I need to know about uh, periodization here I need to know about uh, what kind of loading schemes what kind of like management of this program or or of their specific exercise fatigue of of any other f factors that are playing into the program if it's just um, some uh, physical fitness programming itself or whether it's beyond and within that what kind of intensities what kind of frequencies what kind of timing what kind of tempo what kind of um, techniques. There's so much to go into programming, but here you are wandering around in that dark room, just f figuring those things out yourself, which again can be done. Um, but the, uh, the coach, the teacher, the course, whatever it may be, can just be that flashlight on different variables, topics, and problems you may encounter and the questions that you should be asking. So, in this part two, that was, uh, that was kind of uh, part A around uh, directability or of, of source. Um, and part B is the accountability. Now, the accountability is an interesting one. And this is a popular topic of conversation that we go over with clients all the time at Train for Life, where most people know what they should be doing. Most information that you need to know is out there online, in books, in conversations with people, but most people will not choose to access those things or at least they know the access and they won't choose to, to, to go forth with them or to practice them and that itself is the issue and where we come to accountability itself now to be able to sorry I got cut off there to be able to have this accountability itself plays into a few different um, behaviors, motivations, disciplines, etc., which, 
which go much beyond this episode itself. Uh, but for accountability, unless you can keep yourself accountable to a said schedule, a said scope, and a um, depth or breadth of learning or of the, the topics that you're trying to um, adopt, then you then these um, formal learnings can help you with the structure, with the timing, and with the scope of that learning. So again, that accountability aspect plays into how much are you learning, what field or what depth are we trying to learn in, and how when what's the timeline that we're completing this in. Because again, to to kind of repeat what I said at the start of this accountability was that most people in most topics, especially in fitness, where where I thrive in, is that most people know what they should be doing. People could even know what they're doing. The information is there, it's accessible, they could find it, and most people just won't do it. So, so often, a lot of these courses, yes, it's valuable information, but rather it's the delivery, it's the accountability, it's the timing, it's the, the concise, um, the, being being concise in its in its course contents that all uh, kind of captures the accountability aspect that so many people are going to struggle with and is one of the main reasons why you would hire or engage with a, a coach a teacher a program uh, a degree a course a certification etc um, so again, uh, to recap on these summaries, this part two on this episode was about the uh, kind of scope and directability and about accountability. And those are reasons why you would engage with the formality in uh, continuing education and having that directed learning. Now, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. This is just a quick rant on these topics. If you guys want me to expand anymore, if you guys just want to want to chat, you can find me on Instagram at Braden Usher Fit. Uh, and I hope to record more of these episodes for you guys. Hope they're valuable. And uh, ciao. Train hard. Peace out.